Hello, everyone. Welcome to TW Talks. I'm Trace Wood. I'm John Bacho. Welcome to our list of movies you have to watch before you die. Today, we're going to be talking about The Thing from 1982. Uh, I asked you for an option to pick, but this was pretty fitting. Uh, with it being directed by John Carpenter, newest Halloween just came out. And in that yes, movie, sir. there's actually a scene where they're watching The Thing for a little bit. Uh, so... We'll just start off first with like a little like no spoilers. I'll just read the description, uh, the score of the movie, and then some kind of general thoughts, and then we'll go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen this, definitely go watch it first. But just the description of the movie. So in remote Antarctica, a group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and they discover that the beast can assume the shape of its victims. A resourceful helicopter pilot and the camp doctor lead the camp crew in a desperate, gory battle against a vicious creature before it picks them all off one by one. So that's the description of the movie. And then here's the scores. So critics give it 83%. Audience gives it 92%. John, what do you agree with and why? I agree with the audience. It's just such a good horror film. And it's sci- It's like another like top-tier sci-fi and I think it just does a well, a really good job combining both horror elements and sci-fi elements. 80, yeah, ninety-two audience, I agree with. Yeah, I would have to say I agree with the audience too. Like you said, it like perfectly like balances the two genres, uh, and just like it's just like you know, like I'm a fan of the horror genre, but like there's some movies I wouldn't like just recommend to like anyone wanting to watch a movie because maybe yeah. they don't like horror. But, like, I feel like this movie and, like, certain other ones are, like, the examples of, like, horror movies that are also just really good films. I feel like. Agreed. Uh, like, Silence of the Lambs. I feel like that. Have you seen Silence of the Lambs? I have. I I was, like, I, w- I went on the IMDb. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, to, like, see what movies I've watched. And I typed in horror. And that one didn't come up. I'm surprised. Because, yes, that one, honestly, how to make a great villain and a creepy villain 101 right, right there. I just, I feel like there's just certain movies where, like, because, like, that got uh, nominations at the Oscars, like The Exorcist, movies like that. Those are, like, definitely, like, horror movies to, like, recommend to someone who, like, hasn't seen them yet because they're also just talented movies, I feel like. Yeah, uh, agreed. So, I guess that'll kind of be, like, we'll start getting into spoilers now. Uh, this is obviously going to be more about, like, what we like. I mean, these lists, the reasons we put movies on this list, Stuff we both found enjoyable and we recommend watching. Uh, but th- you can always find something you might not like with a movie. So if there are any like mm-hmm. complaints, things you didn't like, do you have anything like that for this movie? I can't think. None come to the top of my head immediately, so I'm going to have to say no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I haven't watched it recently. I definitely will have to because uh, mm-hmm. I think it's on Peacock right now. And I recently just got that, so I have to check it out again. But like, yeah from what I can think of, like, there's really, like, nothing I can, like, think of right now. Because, like, Mm -hmm. even if there was some movie I haven't watched in a while, you can usually think of something you didn't like if it really stands out. And this, I just feel like everything works. Like, like when we were talking about Andor, one of the Andor episodes, you know, one of my complaints was, like, why is everyone so, like, judgy of each other like it just kind of like feels forced almost or just like an annoying trope that's always used and this like they really build up to like you don't know who's like actually like a human 
once you get later into the film. So when like they kind of like distrust each other, like that feels legitimate. Like you feel that build up, I guess. Uh, the OG Among Us. Yeah, this the Among Us movie, as Brady likes to say. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's just I I think the strongest thing in this, and like I think a common theme you can find in like all those like horror movies I just like talked about is just like the acting. Like the acting, just really like you like the characters, like either like or you don't dislike the characters, but like in a good way, just because the actors are doing a good job, uh, really bring the characters to life. And just what really steals this movie away from me is just the, like the effects. Yes, <laughs> the the effects are just like like you can still watch it today, and it still holds up. Like it might not be like. Like I remember watching this when I was really little, and especially the uh, the stomach opening and then closing, you know, you know that yeah. remember that that terrified yeah, yeah, yeah. me, terrified me when I was little. But like watching it now, like yeah, it's not as scary, but it's like still impressive and it like still looks legit. So I, I would say that's definitely like the strongest part of the movie. Um, what are just some things you like? Yeah, like you said, the practical effects are, like, on another level in this film. Like, some CGI doesn't even come close to what they accomplish with practical effects. Right. And really, I think that probably gave, like, a more genuine reaction from the actors. And then that's what leads into the better acting. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? I was thinking about something. And I lost it. But... <laughs> I really did enjoy this one. It like really did a good job building suspense, I guess. I'm like, yeah. who really is? I mean, that ending is so iconic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's debates going even on today. Like after I finished the movie, I like immediately went on Google and was like, who's the thing? And it's like, oh, well, this guy, oh, this guy, maybe. And it's like, it's just so iconic. And I really think that ending ending it on a cliffhanger and clearly like we're not expecting a sequel to the thing but right there's good ways to do like a cliffhanger ending and there's bad ways of doing it and this just knocks it out of the park with that it really just gets you thinking and it's like in a good way thinking not like not like rise of skywalker when you're like oh did is Finn really force sensitive he said right. no, something it's like uh, that just bad <laughs> but this just a good thinking about it in the end. No, I, I agree. I, I feel like that's it's kind of like on a par with the ending of Inception. Like you're like leaving your yeah. audience like wondering like like in that case like is he dreaming or not? Uh, just another good like case of that because like you said, yeah, it's like it kind of like builds a legacy around your movie because like there's still people talking about it and it's never been revealed, right? I no, no, yeah, no. So, at least that I know of. So, and, like, yeah, I just, like, this movie just did such a great job with the atmosphere. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, obviously, like, Among Us. But, like, just <laughs> just actually, like, a The Thing, thing game. Like, just, like, yeah. in some, like, winter outpost and everything. Like, just, like, I don't know. Just, like, this is just one of those movies where that situation, just how, like, uncomfortable it would be. The way they build up suspense is really well done. And back to the effects, I mean, the guy who did that, 
I need to try I can't remember his name, but like when he made the effects, I think he was only like twenty something years old. That's really impressive. Uh he did the effects effects for the thing. Alright, so it says Rob Botten. I'm not sure if that's the right way you said it. You say it, but uh he worked on the thing seven days a week for a year and five weeks straight, producing every creature effect, except for the transformed dog. So let's see, how old was Rob Bond when he worked on the thing? Uh, he was 21. 21? <laughs> at, at 21, while filming the thing, Bond was hospitalized with exhaustion, double pneumonia, and a bleeding ulcer. All the resolve taking on too much too soon. I would hoard the work, he said. I didn't want to take a job and give someone else the pleasure of making it. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> bro, the dedication is unreal with this man. Bro, bro is 21. Uh, no, I, I just, I really think the effects work. Here, he'll be my uh, next question. What do you think's like, I guess, like, I need to pull up some pictures just to remember everything. But, like, the scariest monster or, like, the scariest effect? For me, um... I gotta say, it's like that. I'm gonna have to say when like the dog just transforms into this thing because it's like our first time really seeing the yeah. thing, and it was like so jaw dropping because this thing is like ah, it's like growing legs and like I think it, if I remember correctly, it shows you like the dog and it's like growing legs out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just like and it's like murdering other dogs, and I was like, whoa. No, that that messed me up as a kid. That's it. Yeah, that's just etched into my mind at this point. Uh, I'm trying to like, let's see, all the creatures from the thing. I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting about. Um, the one time they were like doing an autopsy on one, I think. Doesn't it's like, doesn't it's like the one guy's like head like grow legs? Or am I thinking of something different? It doesn't like kind of become like a spider, like its head like I chases so. after him. I can't find a picture of... Okay, here we go. Yeah. Is that it? Like, I think it's a full monster at first, and then they, Mm -hmm. like, cut the head off, and it comes at them like a little spider or something. No, it just... And you're right. I mean, that's a great point. Like, actually doing, like, the actual, like, practical effects, you do get, like, a more general, like, an actual, like, reaction out of the audience. Because, I mean, like, CGI, you can make it look good, but, like, at the end of the day, like, you're looking at nothing. Like, you know how, like... I mean, obviously, it's Star Wars, but you know that <laughs> behind-the-scenes thing where they're, like, looking out, they're like, I've never seen this much green in the whole galaxy, and they're just looking at a green screen, you know? It's yeah. like, like, obviously, like, yeah, you can't go to space. But, like, just comparing it to this, like, they actually have something to, like, act terrified about rather mm-hmm. than maybe, like, someone in, like, a green costume or something that's, like, being edited. Uh have you seen the prequel to this? That's also just called The Thing. No, I haven't. Uh, and that, like, that, that probably won't be one we discussed because it's not as good as this one, and it did just do CGI. Uh, mm. It does have, like, I, the CGI doesn't look that good, but, like, in terms of, like, the actual monsters, like, the design, I guess, is cool. There's just one where, like, two come people are, like, merged together and, like, their heads like i i don't know it, it was oh. freaky but like in that one 
it's kind of cool what they did because I mean it came out before Rogue One. I think it was 2011. But like, uh, I mean, I'm sure other movies have d- done this, but like leads like directly into the first one. So mm-hmm. like this movie ends with uh, the dog. The, so this opens up with the dog being chased by the helicopter. Yep. 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 The the prequel ends with that dog getting away, and they get in the helicopter and they're shooting after it, and then that's how that movie ends. So like. I feel like that ending kind of like made the movie cool because you can just like watch that and then go right into this one. Uh, but overall, the thing from 2011 definitely isn't as good as this one. Uh, I guess, do you have any other remarks about it before I move into, I'll share some trivia about this movie. Um, I'm going to add on to one of your things. Like it really does a good job building the atmosphere. Like they're in this tight, they're isolated from the rest of the world mm-hmm. in these tight corridors. It's kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know which came, I think the thing came out before alien or alien. And it does that like good job of just like, you're feeling so like, uh, what's if you, what is it called? If you don't like tight spaces or something like that. Uh, oh, like claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels so claustrophobic at some points. And it's like, you know, and then like I like we said, I forget, it was Get Out. We said this about, and I don't. I feel like none of the um, main characters feel like dumb. Like they no. honestly feel smart. Like when the guy was like taking people's blood and like right, stabbing it smart. with heat. Like that's that's smart. I would have thought of that. I just probably shoot everyone. But <laughs> right, and yeah, it's not like oh, not one thing in this movie made me like be like oh, well that's. That's dumb. Why would you do that? You know, mm-hmm. and that's a thing that I think kind of struggles sometimes with horror movies because they're just like, I don't know, bad writing. But <laughs> right. yeah, I think it. You go. No, you, you keep. I was just gonna add on to what you say. You keep going. But yeah, like it does a really good job building this atmosphere, and you know, I really a part of my sci-fi brain kind of went off when like they went in the shack and like they went under like the shack and there was like this whole alien spaceship being built by this, by the crazy guy and everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love that so much. And it just does a good job building this atmosphere of isolation, freezing cold type stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know what I, I already forgot what I was going to add on to your thing. <laughs> Do you remember when I kind of like almost, uh, I forget what you were saying. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I forget. But, uh, sure, I forget too. But, uh, no, like, it's kind of like what you, I, I think it was more so just like you said, like, the people are smart. Yeah, this, this is what I was going off of. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you kind of like, you're almost sad when you figure out that one of them is like the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. just because, like, I can't remember exactly, but there's really no character I remember, like, hating. Whereas, like, I feel like the modern sake, like, obviously, like, you have the movies that are still, like, going to be modern classics and are doing a good job. But a lot of the majority of horror movies, it's, like, they make their characters so dumb and dislikable that, like, you're excited to see them die. Like, <laughs> yes. like uh, the perfect example is the newest Halloween, no spoilers, but, like, they make so many characters so annoying that, like... You almost want this serial killer dude to just kill them in the most brutal way possible. But, like, you shouldn't be feeling that way. <laughs> At yeah. least in my opinion. You should be scared of this dude. You shouldn't want him to go 
kill these people, but the people are so annoying, you're excited when they are dead. Uh, but no, I like when the opposite's trying to be achieved, and like you're actually scared when you're like, okay, is this character I've liked this whole movie going to turn out to be uh, this monster? And I, I had to pull up a clip. Just one of my favorite scenes is when they have like <laughs> the uh, one dude outside they get him yeah. outside and they figure out he's the thing and he just makes that weird screeching noise. I pulled mm-hmm. it up on YouTube. I gotta remember what this sounds like. Let's see. Yeah, see, that, that's just whack, bro. Like, they like, get their guy outside and bro's just, like, screeching. Uh, they, like, burn him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and yeah, the top comment here on this on this clip is, like, all the characters are smart. Uh, the lack of sleep, paranoia, and fear lead them to make fatal mistakes. It's a re- realistic take on a fictional situation. Yeah, I think that just like adds on to what we were saying. Yeah, uh, really great writing. But here's here's some of the trivia. Won't oh man, there's some long stuff. Let's see. Uh, there is 229 items of trivia. We'll we'll read like 10 things. Um. <laughs> All right, so John Carpenter has said that of all of his films, this is his personal favorite. Uh, it has become a tradition in British and Antar- Arctic research stations to watch The Thing as part of their midwinter feast and celebration held every June 21st. <laughs> I'd be freaked out watching yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super suspicious after that, everyone. Probably won't go to sleep. Uh to give the illusion of icy Antarctic conditions, interior sets on the Los Angeles sound stages were refrigerated down to 40 degrees Fahrenheit while it was well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit outside. Uh, the film was considered a benchmark in special makeup effects. The effects were created by Rob Button. And it says he was 22 when he started the project. So he was 21 or 22. Uh, whatever it was, it was still impressive. Very impressive. Because, I mean, like... I'm going to be that age at the end of college, and this guy was making the effects for this movie at that time. Uh, okay, this one's long. According to John Carpenter, he takes all his failed movies pretty hard, but the film's initial negative reception disappointed him the most. Not only was it a box office bomb, but critics panned its gory effects, tone, and characters. Vincent Canby called it too phony looking to be disgusting. It qualifies only as instant junk. David Kerr wrote that it was hardly to tell who's being attacked and hard to care. Likewise, Roger Ebert was disappointed by the superficial characterizations and the impulsive behavior and dismissed the film as nothing more than an alien knockoff. So Alien came out three years before. Carpenter was particularly upset when Christian Nibby, the director of the original The Thing from Another World from 1950, 51 publicly denounced Carpenter's version saying, if you want blood, go to the slaughterhouse. All in all, it's a terrific commercial for J&B Scotch. In response to the commercial bombing of the film, the studio canceled the multi-picture deal they had with Carpenter, who knew that his career would have been different if the film had been successful. Not surprisingly, he was extremely relieved when the film enjoyed a rich cult success following its home video release, along with the critical reevaluation. Re- reevaluation it received. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know it got like dog on it first. So. Yeah, it's people dogging on this great horror sci-fi. And yeah, I don't agree with uh, impulsive behavior. I'm like, it says he was disappointed by it, but like that comment we just read, like, yeah, lack of sleep, the paranoia, the impulsive behavior makes sense. Yeah, uh, very much so. 
or implausible behavior. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think it makes sense in this. So let's see, that was, that's been five facts so far. Uh, unused music composed for this film was later used by Neo Maricone and Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Ironically, Maricone's Thing score was nominated for a Razzie for worst score, while a score for Hateful Eight won him an Oscar. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, the opening title attempts to replicate the appearance of the original Howard Hawks film to create the effect of the title. An animation cell with the thing ran on it was placed behind a smoke-filled fish tank, which was covered with a plastic garbage bag. Bag was ignited, creating the effect of the title burning onto the screen. Uh, That's auto awfully creative. Yeah, it, it is like it's cool learning some of this behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, the film's budget, fifteen million, was substantially larger than the average horror films of the time. Friday the Thirteenth from nineteen eighty had a cost of mere 700000 while John Carpenter's original Halloween had been 375000 Uh Let's see. At around 15 minutes, when the... Okay, this is smart. When the dog wanders down a hallway and pauses outside a door, a shadow can be seen of one of the men beckoning in it. Uh, John Carpenter wanted to be mysterious which character was involved, so he didn't use any of his actors to cast the shadow. Uh, mm -hmm. One day after shooting a scene at the flamethrower, Kurt Russell pulled a practical joke on John Carpenter by shoving, by covering his face and head with bandages and claiming he had gone burned. Oh my God. Uh, and then it says, this will be our last one. Kurt Russell took about a year to grow the famous beard and hair that he has in this movie. So, for sure. Do you have any other remarks about this movie? No, I don't have any more. Yeah, I would say definitely check this out if you haven't. This is like definitely like another way of sort of like looking at like some of these older movies when I rate them is like if I was like I guess like conscious or like older in the eighties, like I definitely won't have gone to the theaters to watch this. Uh being able to like watch it for the first time in theaters, I think would have been pretty cool. Uh do you think it's better to watch this movie around Christmas time or Halloween? Ooh, I'm going to have to say Christmas just because its whole theme is like icy and wintry and like, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to have to say Christmas. I mean, obviously it's a horror film and like we're doing that because it's close to Halloween, but like I have to agree. I feel like every time I've watched this movie on TV, it's usually been snowing outside because I feel like that just adds <laughs> the atmosphere too. Yeah. Or like being like a little kid and watching this movie and then like having to like take your dog outside at night and it's like snowing <laughs> or something. It's like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not rocking with this, but yeah, that that's all I got. Definitely check this out. It's currently streaming on Peacock. Uh, you want to start doing this. I think we originally started doing this on Mondays the first time yeah. we did it. So, uh, are you free? Usually free on Mondays, or would you want to do it a different day? Um, Tuesdays. Tuesdays? Tuesdays. All right. We'll start doing this. Uh, these movies, our list of movies you have to watch before, you're before you die on Tuesdays. Uh, but, yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later.